Welcome everyone to the Armchair Booker's Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Joslin. It is great to be talking wrestling, and this episode is getting into the dirt. I like to avoid it as much as possible. I speak on rumors here or there. I don't like to really jump in to it, because I just love wrestling, and I I love kayfabe. But, uh, a lot of things in the news. So, I have some feelings to share regarding C.M. Punk, and I want to stress the punk part. So let's hop into it. Um, let's go back in time, okay? I, I, like I said, I like kayfabe. I like that there's a separation between wrestler entertainment and wrestling and wrestler, uh, and their their human persona, their personal persona. That makes more sense. Um, uh, obviously, it's it's impossible with social media, and that's fine. But there's a big difference between pipe bomb punk and brawl out, brawl in, and fired punk. Um, and I feel like things started to really grow and blossom from what I read. That's where the dirt comes from. That's where I say we're getting into the dirt. I am going off of rumors. I am going off of reports. Sorry, not sorry. This needs to be talked about. And that's why I'm frustrated, because we're talking about it. <clears throat> um, limited notes here, so bear with me when I, when I jump all over. Let's go back, like I said, to the pipe bomb. I hated it. I hated it. I hate that it was cut. I hate what he said. I hate that I had to hear it. I hate that I saw it. I hate that things happened after it. Hated it. Old school fan here. Okay, everything is money, so I get where they went with it, the summer of punk died off very, very quickly. And I think that that's because there wasn't a lot of growth from it. All he could do is continue to talk about dark secrets of WWE and what he doesn't like, which he did after he walked out. So the the glass broke on my, my viewpoint of CM Punk. The character, I realized, was the real. You know, um, he became CM Phil Brooks who plays the character of CM Punk uh, across the board. So all kayfabe broke, glass broke, the third wall broke. Um, and I don't, I don't love that. Obviously, we are in that time. Obviously, I am not silly to think that, um, you know, the Viking Raiders walk around uh, pillaging neighborhoods like they appear to do and, and their whole get up and everything. They're not Vikings. I get it. I'm not, I'm not silly with that. But when it becomes so real and so grounded, like he wasn't, he wasn't doing kayfabe when he left. He was doing Phil Brooks and his hatred for WWE. And I am not talking about whether he was right or wrong in that scenario. This isn't none of this. None of this is about whether CM Punk has ever been right or wrong. The point of what I am diet verbal diarrheaing it you did. That's that's jumbled. But you get my point. The verbal diarrhea regarding Sam Punk at all is coming from Joshua Jowson of the Armchair Bookers podcast. Um, I'm sorry that I'm even doing this. And it, it hurts. Um, it hurts me as a wrestling fan. He broke some rules. 
Um, the backstage stuff in the AEW, we will get to in a second. Back to the pipe bomb. Exploded legitimately. Pipe bomb doesn't sound like a good thing. Pipe bomb exploded a lot of things that were going on in WWE. I'm not saying that they were a perfect product then or now. I'm saying that... Uh, actually, I'm saying that the product stunk. Legitimately, the product stunk back then. But hey, Punk, besides what the pipe bomb brought us, booking or not, you weren't pulling everybody in. Um, I really appreciate your run. I'm not dumping on your run. I, I, you know, the, the run you had with the belt and how long you had it is completely for real, legit. All that aspect of, of your run um, um, ha, ha, was, was great. Uh, obviously you did, I will agree, creative screwed you at the end, something terrible, the whole Kevin Nash, Triple H, uh, that was an ego thing, uh, and I think that that is based on real life heat, I think that um, CM Punk was getting to a level of, you know, being the, the, the future, and they didn't like his presentation, didn't think that there was a lot of money long term in that, fine, no problem, I, I, I get it, um, so the booking did put a, a big screeching halt to the summer of, of Punk. Fine. But AEW has been the company of Punk. And look where I'm getting at. Um, so leaving w, uh, WWE. <clears throat> WWE certainly looks like, here's like, sounds like the, the villain in this scenario. I, I am on uh, Phil Brooks's side. I'm going to call him Phil Brooks. I think he's done wrestling. Um, so when I talk about him personally, I will say for Brooks, CM Punk, when I talk about matches, oof, going back again. So I don't sound like a CM Punk hater. He had during his run, had some seriously, absolutely bonkers and cra crazy, phenomenal matches stud. He was a stud when they were giving him the time to, to do all that. Um, his match with John Cena to take the belt and blow the kiss is iconic for the visuals, for the, for the match, for the storytelling, absolutely. His match with Undertaker, whether it was main event of WrestleMania or not, come on, man. Savage and, and Steamboat were, what, the second or third match? Um, and they had the greatest match of all time, and that's talked about <clears throat> below the body slam heard around the world, but not from wrestling fans. The people that you care about, the, the non-marks, the people that really love the wrestling and the art of it, agree with you in terms of your match quality um you have some great ones but the main event is the part where i feel like is the ego grab from you and a lot blossomed like that a lot of your argument uh mr brooks uh fell apart for me when you started talking about undertaker and you, uh you and undertaker should have been the main event that's not that's not the point of how they're they're doing business at that point. And again, it goes back to the fact that you weren't the one filling in the seats. Whether you felt like that was fair or not, that wasn't you. When you were playing uh, facing Undertaker, that wasn't you. Unfortunately, um, I am dumping on a hard way uh, on him. Uh, remarks to fans. Uh, I don't love them. I really didn't love them after he left WWE. It felt like. You know, the marks you were really hard on. And I think that that's fair to a certain extent. They're annoying. I, when I'm marking out in the scenario, probably I sound pretty annoying. If you were listening, you would have absolutely not been listening. And uh, you would have bounced pretty quickly and probably called me some names if I was popular enough. Not fine. Um, and I'm not trying to make money off you here, dude, clearly. Because I'm not built to that, to that level. But maybe this will... Hey, viral me. What's up? I don't know what that... Viral me? 
man, punk, you got me twisted all around. Back to it. Uh, I, I just, your presentation to the fans felt like, it, I, I, and I'm going to stick to very quickly, me personally, felt like you, you parlayed us into things that you wanted to be bigger and better for yourself without realizing your whole thing is, is pro, is pro wrestling, man. Uh, I'm not dumping on you for going to uh, UFC. I'm not even going to touch on it other than say congrats on, on making that transition and making money off of that opportunity. Um, so now, huge long break. You left WWE. You burned them in that, uh, the, um, the pipe bomb of podcasting. I'm not even going to get into that because your gripes were, were legit, man. Health issues, them firing on your wedding day. WWE was not... The, 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 the hero, they were not the good guys in your scenario with them. I think that, um, you know, I, I look, that's where I'm going to leave it. Honestly, that's where I'm going to leave it. You left with a lot of anger and it has to be rooted in some things. Now, is that anger appropriate for everybody in the locker room? Of course not, man. Business is business. It's not personal. That's, that's from the Godfather. So, you know, it's accurate, real and the truth. Um, it, it seems like you, you took it personal, not hard to do, but not, not, you know, again, I'm a very sensitive fella. I cry a lot. But you got so angry and you brought up the main event with Taker that turned me off to all your other complaints. The story he's telling at that point was awful. Uh, Vince McMahon had some terrible ideas. But it's your job to work with it and get it over. That's, that's your job. The health issues notwithstanding, so I, I I get it. I get why you wanted to leave WWE. Um, the same you were in a you were pushed into the same box as John Moxley, Dean Ambrose at the time. I really do believe that. No problem. But um, the type bomb, the pipe bomb in terms of WWE career turned me off. Uh, uh, turned me off uh, in regards to um, uh, Phil Brooks. You know what I mean? Well, if you don't. That's what I mean. Um, so now we're jumping into AEW. Big splash. Really cool. Unfortunately, spoilers. Like, everybody knew it, um, that it was coming. And that's unfortunate, truly. Because it was a big moment for wrestling. It was a big moment. Is a big moment for wrestling. For AEW. For, um, that's my bar- dog barking in the background. If you can hear him, my apologies. I don't know if John, my producer, can edit that out. Shout out to John Kiernan. Um, so we're, we're in AEW. Um, he comes in with a certain reputation, a certain expectation uh, about what he's going to bring to the table. Uh, Eric Bischoff is really mean about what he says about AEW, but to be honest with you, I'm online with him. CM Punk uh, bumped things. I'm not saying that he's not uh, a sell. I'm not saying that he's not over. I'm not saying any of those things. But put a pin in all in. Don't come back to that. Um it felt like, and even right off the bat, the things he was saying in the ring, out of the ring, he came in thinking that it was going to be some sort of, I don't know, monumental occasion. It felt ripply, not very ripply. It felt like it had a ripple effect in wrestling, but I can't get behind the, the you as t- in terms of shifting the weight over. You know, you said a lot of big, bold statements. You got your, your uh, debut was bigger than the NWO. Come on, man. You got to back that up. And you can't complain about creative at this point because you're Tony. You were Tony Khan's sidekick. He gave you a lot of space, man. Um, so to see him develop into a backstage yapper, I'm not surprised. I, of course, after the fact, everybody wants to come out and say that this has been punk 
across the board. He's just, he has this miserable persona and it, it's just this constant, this drag on people like, yeah, that was good. But and then, you know, follows up with a negative reports are what I'm going off of, but this is a dirt episode. Um, at a certain point, you gotta be like common denominator here. You know, he leaves, he left WWE in a way that WWE was a villain, but then things start to evolve and you start to hear his personality. UFC was a bomb for him. He held it. He, you know, he, he owned it and moved forward with it. But then he came into w, uh, AEW and really set a lot of big proclamations, which is something I've always had a problem with with AEW. Big, bold proclamations that nobody asked for. Just go show us. Just go do it. So that leads us into backstage, ten- backstage tension. Uh, Adam Page cut a promo, which made CM Punk upset. Something to do along the lines of, you know, respect for the elders in the back, respect for the tradition. Um, uh, Adam Page was against that notion, brought it up in a way that was not appropriate, sure. But that's where you make the money, right? The uh, From what I've always read about wrestling, you make the money off of the controversy. Take a deep breath, Punk. Work the controversy. Work that into the match. Make sure the match is good. You botching moves doesn't make me think best of the world. It makes me think this dude should never have come back. So, you know, you didn't carry the feud with Adam Page. Your real life, he carried that. Um, that that evolved into a uh, brawl out. Yo, his behavior on that mic, man, turn that into a match, turn that into a storyline, or fire him. They were the only options in my eyes as somebody that is an employee, you know, like fire me. That's a terrible, like he burned him and Tony Khan sitting next to him made him look like a dope. And that's where I said, you know what, Tony, this shit's going to, Ooh, excuse my language. This is going to explode in your face. Bad things are going to happen with this by not firing anybody by, or quote, you know, quote unquote, firing a few people, but then bringing them back in, in remote positions. What does that do? I mean, that 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 fight is what have people will only what people will talk about from that pay per view, from that that live event. That's it. It's called brawl out. It's not called all out anymore, and that stinks because MJF. So now let's keep going. Right, had the big blow up, had the big fight. Everybody knows about it. Him against the elite. It didn't stop after he was stripped from the belt. The drama didn't stop. It was still there. It was still bubbling, which is fine. They should not have busted into his, uh, apparently, uh, busted into his off uh, his locker room the way they did. The whole situation is, is a lot of equal blame. But to fire and then rehire, to suspend, fine. But it didn't give you any positioning in terms of power and look what happened. So I told somebody that all the smoke all over the place about WWE and backstage, uh, AEW and backstage fights and conflicts. Uh, Sammy Guevara against, you know, uh, Eddie Kingston. Um, uh, Thunder Rosa against uh, Britt Baker. More, even more than I'm not thinking about or ta- talking about right now. Bad news, man. And this whole situation brawl out made this whole situation from smoke into fire. Fire spreads. That's what ended up happening. Because now we're talking CM Punk with some clout behind him, with some pull behind him saying to Jack Perry, no, we're not doing that match, that, the, the spot with the glass. 
no, we're not doing that. And then Goto told Tony, we're not doing that match. Fine, that's okay with the spot. I don't want to see Rogue Glass and, and the blood anyway. But the point is, Tony didn't tell Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. CM Punk told Tony to tell Jack Perry. Or CM Punk told Jack Perry, he's not the boss. So again, you're shifting power over to somebody that shouldn't have the power. Especially if they're brawl out. Terrible. So, with that clash regarding the, the, the glass and whether it should be real glass and not real glass and whether Jack Perry was using it as a reason to be written off TV, which he wasn't because he, he already had a scheduled, um, scheduled vacation. So, the spin is all over the place. Sam Punk, whoever's, whoever's not right in it. Again, yelling, screaming, fine. No physical stuff, fine. You're going to disagree on, on presentation, fine. But here's Sam Punk again. Having a problem with something somebody else is doing. Um, so now again, we're talking about common denominator. This spills over to rumor and, and uh, um, hearsay that now he's keeping, he had an altercation or screaming, excuse me, a verbal altercation with, uh, um, Ryan Nemeth, Nick Nemeth, not Ryan, Ryan Nemeth, Dolph Ziggler's little brother, which doesn't matter. Now he's getting Ryan Z- Nemeth away from the arena. Possibly Christopher Daniel, Christopher Daniels, possibly Adam Page, right? Now he's keeping people out of even coming and being able to do their job. Speculation, rumor. But I mean, come on! At a certain point, common denominator. Now we're at all in brawling. Jack Perry goes out, calls CM Punk out, calls the rumors out. Real glass. What are you going to do? Cry about it. Cry me a river. Loved that. I loved it. That's where the money comes back in the old school. If he came back, I would have been like, yo, Jack Perry. I mean, I can't say that. I can say that as the armchair booker. I would have said, hey, Jack Perry. That was a wise-ass little move, young man. Let's go make money off it. And you move forward. Who's, supposed to, who's the adult in the room? Conflict rises. We hear reports one way. We hear reports the other way. The final report was that CM Punk took it, ran with the physical right off the bat, um, pushing the escalation of ver- words apparently made Tony Khan fear for his safety, which has never happened at a wrestling event for him. CM Punk possibly lunging at him, possibly more. Common denominator becomes just what is happening, just the problem. So after the the escalate uh, the uh, the investigation, everybody looking at it, outside viewers, non wrestling personnel, everybody has their their feelings or their witness account on it. CM Punk, Gonzo. About time, Tony. You allowed this to happen. I do appreciate that you said, you know what? We're about to go into Chicago. I'm firing him that day of a big event. Hey, you did what you were supposed to do. Uh, But it should have been done before. Whether it was CM Punk getting fired or not, somebody should have been let go to a full extent from brawl out. That didn't happen. And I think that escalated into a situation where now, as good as brawl in was in, was, excuse me, Brawl in was, I'm talking about CM Punk. MJF and Mike, uh, Adam Cole was phenomenal. Osprey versus Jericho was phenomenal. But as soon as that news broke, I was reading that instead of watching. Can't have that happen, Tony. Hopefully this is the stamp on enough's enough with that. I know these kids are young, immature, and have never had a, a legitimate permanent boss in the sense of they're pop, popping around the indies and kind of controlling their own story in and out of the ring. You guys got bosses now. You got to listen. And now Tony said, you better listen. Hopefully you do. I don't know. But that was my shoot on CM Punk. Who am I? 
I'm just Joshua Johnson sitting in my spare little room here in my little house and um, just watching and shooting on CM Punk. Let me know if you feel uh, the, the same. Let me know if you feel different. Let's get at it. Let's talk it out. So this week we have released three total episodes to check out. Uh, my Payback Predictions episode followed by my Payback re- Reactions episode. You have this one here, uh, CM Punk, my shoot on CM Punk uh, check them all out. Check the newest episodes, previous content, interviews, new content always on the way. The Armchair Bookers Podcast YouTube channel is where you can find it all. Our uh, Facebook page, TikTok, Instagram. Come like, follow, subscribe, and comment. Let's talk things through. Let me explain to you why I'm right on mostly all things wrestling. Shout out, like I said, to John Kiernan, my my producer, uh, the amazing artist behind my theme, Into the Fire, featuring Mont Easy, which you can find on iTunes. Thanks again. And with that being said, John, throw me into the fire that is wrestling podcasting. CM Punk. Deuces, bro.